Hey everybody, this is Bobby Walker with the Journey of a New Entrepreneur podcast. I want to say thank you for joining me today. And of course, as I always mention, if you just like uh, seeing what it's like to own a business, not a how-to on the steps on how to uh, properly uh, structure it and, and how to properly market it and how to properly operate it. We talk about that a little bit, but what we really like to dig into is the emotional side of entrepreneurship and what it's really like when you're chasing your dreams and building your, your, your vision here. If you want to see all that, check out my vlog on YouTube, Journey of a New Entrepreneur. Uh, it just follows the journey of myself and my son, who's my business partner, uh, we going through the, the ups, the downs, the fights, the laughs, the fun, you know, me annoying the hell out of him, making him want to quit sometimes because I'm too overbearing and then winning him back because I'm such an amazing dad. Okay. So all of that good stuff. If you want to see that, check us out, Journey of a New Entrepreneur on YouTube. Uh, obviously this podcast, Journey of a New Entrepreneur, because you're listening to it right now. Uh, if you like it, Go on iTunes, give us a five-star rating. If you don't like it, go on iTunes and give me a one-star rating just so I know who you are and I can hunt you down. And then uh, lastly, if you want to connect with me, go to uh, Facebook and look up Journey of a New Entrepreneur. I got a page on there. This is where you can message me, talk to me. We can uh, go back and forth. It's a lot of fun. I always enjoy uh, hearing from you guys. So uh, thank you all for listening. And today, pretty excited, got Ray Burke with me. Ray is with Spray Wash Academy, and he also has a cleaning business. Uh, I want to say just like mine, but maybe what I should say is I'm trying to make mine just like his, uh, and he's up in Tallahassee, so for those of you that don't know, I'm in Orlando, he's in Tallahassee, we're kind of neighbors, uh, and Ray, we don't know each other real well, but I'll tell you this, before I introduce you, I fully expect an invite to go do some fishing and some drinking and stuff someday, because it's just not what I do, and, and it looks so fun watching you on Facebook. How you doing, man? Absolutely, you are, you are invited. I am doing absolutely. I'm doing fantastic, man. I uh, I'm just living the dream. So, well, that's awesome. So let, let me. I'm gonna throw it at you for a second. So so here's the deal, Ray. You and I don't know each other well. Now you may not know it. You may not remember it. But we met last year at the huge convention. Uh, I was brand new in the business, just trying to learn things. I went to your panel where you taught uh, taught about uh, roof cleaning. You were on you know on a panel with a few other guys which actually was extremely helpful for us because we were in the process of doing that. Um, I friended you on Facebook. You're very well known within our industry. And uh, so, you know, I'm a friend of yours and I, I watch what you do from a business standpoint. You're, you're ridiculously funny. I love your, your regular posts that, you know, they crack me up all the time. And so tell everyone just a little bit about who you are as, as deep as you want to get into your life, your business, your the Spray Wash Academy. Just, you know, give us a, an overview and then we can come back and dive into anything. Well, Lord knows anybody that knows me knows I can talk. So this might be a pretty long podcast here. Uh, <laughs> That's just uh, fine. You know, the, the, the condensed version is uh, I was a real estate developer, uh, real estate agent, owned a, a Remax franchise with my mother in, uh, in the 2000s and, uh, you know, got deeper and deeper into real estate, was, was uh, developing neighborhoods and then the crash hit and I went from very financially successful to to um, giving back to the bank properties in three different states wow. and um, you know literally pressure washing one of the reasons that I'm so very passionate about about this industry is that you know I was one of the guys that I went to Home Depot I bought I can't remember if it was Home Depot or Lowe's but I bought the the three hundred dollar pressure washer took took the remaining money I had and was out knocking on doors asking to do driveways uh, Love it. And that was in November of, of 2009 is whenever I washed my first, first property with spray wash. So I get, 
you know, it, it really saved, it, it saved my life. It saved my house. It saved my marriage. Um, I've now, I consider myself just one of the most blessed people out here. I, you know, I, I have a great business. I have a, a, a great crew that works for me. Uh, I try to have a lot of fun. Uh, I still work long, crazy hours, but uh, I just, I love this industry because I know that, that no matter your intelligence level, because I'm not the smartest guy in the world, uh, I know that no matter your background, no matter what, the only thing you really have to have, there, there's two things you, you need to be successful in this. And one is, is a hustle, you know, a an entrepreneur's drive. And, and the second um, is just a willingness to learn. That's um, good. And, and, and if you've got both of those things, you know, the sky's the limit on this business. Uh, you know, I didn't know that about, first off, that's, I, I couldn't, couldn't agree more as far as just hustle and teachability. You know, it's like you work hard, the information's out there, you can make it happen. And, and that's thank, thanks to guys like you that, that have been there. You probably learned a lot of it the hard way. It makes it easy for new guys like me to just learn from your mistakes. And if I'll oh, just I'm, listen. I'm an expert, I'm an expert <laughs> because I can tell you like everything that we teach on is generally like a screw up that I've made. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I didn't know that uh, a couple things. Uh, I didn't know that you were as new as you were, you know, starting the, this business in 09. I didn't realize that. Now, is your pressure washing business called Spray Wash also? Yeah, Spray Wash Exterior Cleaning. Okay, so so for the listeners out there, we have Spray Wash Exterior Cleaning, which is a soft washing and pressure washing company. And then uh, he also, Ray also has uh, the Spray Wash Academy, which is uh, uh, basically a school to teach people how to, to get into this business. So we'll talk about both of those things. But uh, I didn't know you were one of the guys that bought the pressure washer at uh, Lowe's. And, you know, I have, a, I have an identical, uh, almost identical uh experience except mine was windows mm -hmm. I, uh, I do you know a guy named Keith Kalfas that's on yeah. YouTube yeah, yeah so I was I watched a video of his and I thought window cleaning who the hell would want to do that that's just that's beneath me and and I watched this video about how he walks through Lowe's on how you could start a business and I, I found out literally within like 12 hours that I was losing my job from watching that video so the next day I'm at Lowe's watching his video buying two of everything so me and my son could start our right, business right so, um so that's that's cool that's, uh so so you bought this pressure washer how long you know what three months later you had a fully successful thriving automated business I mean everything went real easy for you and, oh no you three, three months later <laughs> collars all messed up no three months later I was sitting there hanging my head in my hands wondering what the hell I had done uh, <laughs> That's, I've, I, I, it took me about three days but yeah I feel you. <laughs> yeah no, I mean there, you know there was a there was a lot of a lot of trials and tribulations in that part you know luckily yeah, the, the what what really was ironic about this is is my wife was a mortgage broker at this point too. So not only it wasn't like we really had a great income from her, you know, she was a very successful mortgage broker. Um, but then whenever the real estate industry died, it sent shockwaves through the whole industry. So yeah. we left at, at you know, she was she had just left like a year before um, and, and went into hotel management. She was a sales director for a hotel. Um, and so, you know, we, we, we did have a little bit of income coming in there, but, you know, I was one of the guys who just said there's, there's, I did have the advantage of one of my very good friends owned a cleaning company. So I knew about a booster pump. Uh, I knew that the bleach was good for cleaning and, and I was able to, to call on him and ask him some questions. You know, he's, 
he's basically a, a, a 2009 version of, of Facebook and the internet. You know, yeah. I, I went to him for, for my knowledge, but uh, just, you know, did, did some slow, steady growth. And after the first 12 months, uh, you know, I, I kind of looked at it and said, well, let's call this a proof of concept. You know, did, did I do well? Do I want to continue on with this? And then, you know, after the, I was like, well, yeah, you know, I made a living, I made a, a decent living. And then I, I started getting busier and busier my second year in and, and uh, came really close, you know, finally broke that hundred thousand mark. Um, in year two? In year two. And I started hiring some helpers, you know, hose draggers to help me along. Mm -hmm. And, and then by the, by year two, I was like, you know, I've had this assistant. I'm going to basically hire my assistant and assistant. And, and I was so anal. Oh, man, I have to be on these jobs. I have to be on these jobs. Well, suddenly I started letting these guys go on some of these more basic jobs. And I didn't have to be there. I didn't have to, to you know, I realized they were doing just as good of a job as I was. And, and then a light went off in my head and going, wow, I can go out and sell. I can go out and, and do Because, you know, I think every entrepreneur winds up, having that little little cycle of of I'm slow so I go out I sell 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 then yep. I get busy but then my sales drop off because I'm too busy to go out there and, and sell yeah so then I, I get out there and I hustle and I sell 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 and then it drops off because I'm too busy to sell so I started you know the more difficult jobs the roofs I would be on on those jobs but a basic house wash I'm realizing that that my employees you know and I had two part-time guys they did really, really good job. Um, you know, even whenever I was, I wasn't there. So next thing I knew, I, I wound up buying another trailer for me and, and then hiring another little part-time guy. Um, then Tanya is miserable at her job. So this is, this is fast forwarding three years and we're doing fairly well now. Tanya is miserable at her job. Um, uh, I said, Tanya, come on, come on full time with me over at Spray Wash. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of getting into the commercial stuff. Uh, your sales or your sales skills are fantastic. So come on over here. Um, you can be my commercial sales lady because so much of the commercial sales is relationship building. Yep. It's not just, uh, uh, you know, it's just not numbers and you got a percentage it, it, it's, of closes. It's talking it's, to yeah. the managers. Yeah. It's talking to the managers. It's, it's, you know, building that relationship with these guys, making them trust you. And so she came on and then, you know, the rest is history, as they say. So uh, we, we now run a, a, a three truck business. We've got four service trucks. One's just a, a backup truck. Um, we, we, gosh, I've got six, six technicians that work for me. Um, we, we go out seven days a week and uh, we're just, we're very blessed. And I'm in a market. I mean, I only Tallahassee is not that big of an area. We're only 250, 300,000 people. So, wow, uh, we have a lot of market dominance up here. That's great, man. That's that's a great story. I'm, you know, everything I hear you saying is like, you know, we started out the same, and then kind of where you're, where it looks like you're at right now is exactly where I'm trying to get. You know, it's like I'd like my wife to be able to be a part of the business. She wants to be a part of our business. I, the only kind of downside to that is as we build the business, we want it to be, um, we want to be able to step away from it. And it's like, if both of us are heavily involved in it, yeah. then it's like both of us can't leave at the same time type of thing. And that's kind of the, when I say the struggle uh, from a planning perspective, that's kind of where I'm struggling on that is like, how do we, how do we get her involved 
but then both of us be able to go hang out the keys for three months and not have to worry about, you know, <laughs> doing that, things. That does make it tough. And it's a, it's a, it's a challenge on there because, you know, if you're both managing the business, you don't have someone else then you can hire an independent manager. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but two things about that is one, anytime you hire somebody that is a non-producing, that, that's a non-producing person in your business, as in like a manager, um, uh, like a, you know, an assistant, somebody that's not out there selling or completing jobs, then it's just an income suck. You know, yeah. uh, it, it's just, you know, a service manager for your trucks or, or a territory manager, you know, that's, that's managing the crews. They're not bringing income in. So a lot of guys get in trouble whenever you start getting into that high twenties, low forties, you know, extra money to that person. That's not actually replacing that salary you're paying yeah. them with hardcore income. And you know, the other thing that, that we've run into is nobody's going to take care of your business. Like you're going to take care of your business, like your yep. wife. I mean, you're, you're fully invested in that. Um, you know, Tanya and I, we still, we, we do have an office manager, but still the final decisions come to us. We handle the commercial accounts and whenever we go on vacation, I mean, frankly, these things are still on. Um, yeah. They might not be tended as carefully that you know, we always take the laptops and, uh, um, we don't get away for, for long periods of time necessarily. Like every, every couple of years we may take a 10 day vacation, but you know, we're still on duty, but luckily we love what we do. We absolutely, I mean, this, this spray wash is a, is a baby. I guess it's not a baby anymore. It's a toddler or mm -hmm. uh, it's not even a toddler. It's a, well, it's a nine year old. It's a nine year old. And you know, you don't let your nine year old just go. You give it some more independence. Yeah. I mean, it, Whenever you have a business, if I can impress upon one thing to guys listening, whenever you have a business, you have to treat it like it's one of your children. Mm -hmm. You have to, you have to grow it. You have to teach it manners. You have to, you have to, 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 to teach it right from wrong. So, you know, I would equate our business as just like having a nine year old kid at this point, you know? Yeah. He can go over for sleepovers. Um, he, you know, he can, <laughs> he can do a little some, bit of time on his own, know, he but can not ride his bike around the neighborhood. But, but, you know, I'm, I'm not letting him drive a car at this point. I'm, I'm not, you know, saying, um, all right, see you, go off to college and you're on your own. So what's your, what's kind of your uh, goals with the business? Do you plan on getting to that point where it's what some would call like a fully automated business where you check in with your leadership team, you know, a little bit each week or each month or what, what's the, the what, no, what's your, no. what's your why or your goal there? Um, my goal is probably somebody pulls my sunburnt carcass off a roof or out of a, uh, <laughs> you know, 125 foot lift whenever I have a heart attack on a job at about 70 years old. Um, you know, wow. I, I <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, again, I, I love what I do. Um, about three years ago, I worked on, on getting off the truck. Mm -hmm. Um, I was unhappy with some quality control issues that, that I found. So I really worked to get back on the truck over the past two years. And I, I spend about 25% of my work time washing. Hmm. Um, and I found that it, it, it really, it made a huge impact with my crews. 
uh, it made them respect me even more. They know that if it's a, I'll never ask them to do anything that, that I wouldn't do myself. Uh, they know if it's an especially awful job that, that I'll be the one up there on that metal roof spraying in, in 90 degree, you know, yeah. heat. So I, I, I don't see myself ever, ever stepping back, you know, and then what is your exit plan on a service business like this? I just, Tanya and I, yeah, there's lots of guys out there in this industry that say, oh yeah, you can sell your business. You can grow a business and sell it. You can, and I really wonder how feasible that is uh, at, at, at a level like ours, because, you know, what do you do? You, you take one and a half times your, your, your annual gross on there or one time, you know, pay what the annual gross is. The, the I way I understand it is you'd get anywhere, what you'd get, the, what I've understood on that is you get anywhere from three to six times the, the profit, you know, three to six times the margin, which uh, depending on how you build it may not be very much money, you know? Uh, yeah. You know, that honestly, Ray, that's kind of, that's my goal. I'm not saying that I necessarily want to sell the business. I want to have a business that's profitable enough to sell uh, or, profitable enough to keep and but hopefully work myself out of it you know that's my goal but I don't know how I'm gonna do it yet I'm just uh, <laughs> I've got this I've got this uh, you know this spot on the map and I'm just trying to trying to work my way towards oh, it. And, and absolutely I mean whenever I'm I'm 48 right now and and whenever I'm 60 I don't plan on, on being working like like I do I mean right yeah. now but this is it's a really nice cash cow and as you probably know um, and unfortunately this is being recorded, so I can't put this out here, but you know, there's certain, there's certain financial benefits to, to having, you know, the, 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 the business yourself where, yeah. where you know, um, but, but I don't know, you know, I, I don't know anybody that's going to have 700 to, to, to a million to dollars that would want to pay that for my business to work as hard as I do. Yeah. I don't see where that blue sky gets financed at a bank anymore, even though this is a very profitable business. Um, I, I think realistically it might be quite hard to, 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 to sell it at this level where I am. Um, yeah. You know, you don't necessarily see a lot of plumbing companies being sold or electrical companies being sold. You see entrepreneurs opening them up, working them very hard and then kind of scaling back and maybe hiring a manager towards the end or towards the, you know, the, 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 the twilight of that company. And, and instead of saying, okay, I want to go out and do $800,000 a year, maybe I, I take my technicians and do more of a scale things back and do three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars yeah. $400,000 a year on more manageable type projects that I don't have to be on. Maybe that's the exit strategy. I don't yeah. know. Well, you know, everything I've uh, heard, you know, because my business is not nearly as big as yours. So, you know, every time I say stuff like this, I always like to qualify it with, this is not me speaking from authority. Uh, this is me speaking from, uh, we'll say, uh, education as far as reading, listening, you know, speaking right. to people that have been there, done that, and people that have been there and didn't do that. But, uh, you know, I, th I think my business, I'm at the end of the, what you would call the easy portion. So my goal this year, 400,000. Uh, I'm, I hate to say it. I don't think I'm going to hit it. You know, I'm halfway through the year. I'm, I'm really not pacing to hit it, but I still think I can probably hit about 325, 350. You know, I think I can get there. And from everything that I, everyone that I've spoken to, this is like the end of like the easy part. Cause all I've had to do is just work hard. There's not right. been really any 
there's no, been no real strategy behind it. It's like you market, you sell, you clean, you know, you, yeah, yeah. you repeat. And, um, you know, the guys, you know, when we're talking about selling these things, uh, you know, I think you're right. And again, I won't, I won't keep qualifying, but think is the key word when I'm speaking. Okay. But I think you're right in the sense that uh, it's going to be very difficult to do that because someone doesn't want to buy a business that if they buy it, they have to get in and, and do it. You know, typically if someone's going to want to buy it, they're going to want to be able to buy it and say, okay, I bought this thing. I'll watch it and it'll be able to produce X return for me, you know? So I think, you know, for me, uh, everyone says it's like that 1.2 mark, 1.2 million is kind of between like say three to 400,000 to 1.2 is like hell. You know, that's kind of like the, the part where it's like, you don't want to live there. You either want to stay below it, you want to go right. above it. And if you can go above it, then you can supposedly successfully build this thing where you can uh, get managers and automate it and, and yada, yada, yada. But uh, time will tell that's that, you know, that's what I'm driving for. That's what I'm going for. And, and uh, I'm excited, but, uh, so for those of us, uh, that don't know, uh, how many crews do you have right now on the road and how many guys got, do each crew? I've got three full-time trucks, uh, and I have a fourth service truck. that's like my, my backup or, or it can be taken to a job as needed or the truck, you know, whatever it's a, I cherry pick my jobs. When I say I wash, you know, 25 <laughs> time, I'm either on the really, really hard ones or I'm like, oh, that's a $500 two hour job. I'm all over that, you know, yeah. soft washing no pressure washing involved. Yeah, I'll take the rig and go do that. So, yeah, I want to go back to what you're just saying on that with the, with the, uh, you know, the truck thing. I've heard the same thing, and, and I can see where that's really true. And it likens back to what I, I've said a moment ago. But whenever you're at, it would be because we had a hood cleaning business uh, for a while. We expanded out that, and for three years we did hoods, and so that brought another truck on. And I was then at a, at a five truck five truck company, five trucks and scheduling hoods becomes insane at that point. Mm -hmm. And I could see where that five to 10 truck area is the death zone for contractors because it's not necessarily kicking off enough profit to have. A You're still doing it all. Yeah. You're not having that person that's actually bringing you a return. You're having to pay somebody to, to take care of the trucks, to do the scheduling, and, and they're not actually bringing cash in. So um, I could see where that, that's tough. But then they say after you get over 10 trucks and you get into that million, million and a half dollar mark, uh, it gets easier because you can't afford to have those institutional, you know, people that are, that are taking care of that. Yeah, and, and not to keep being a dead horse, but because this is the stuff I'm thinking of right now. I'm still uh, – well, uh, I, I tend to bite off more than I can chew. So uh, I'll be honest with you. I want to, I want to be at a million within two years, uh, you know, from now, uh, if you're watching this and you laugh, that's fine. But just, just make sure you laugh when I do it too, guys. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to rub your nose in it, but, uh, but that's my goal, you know, and, but everything I'm reading and listening to says that a part of that, you know, everything you just said applies. And then also it's like, because of the growth required, to do that from a uh, infrastructure standpoint, it's just like you make less money. Like as the owner, you're going to make less money at 800, 900, a million than you'd make when you're at 300,000. Uh, you're going to make less. And then of course, anytime after that, but once you kind of break through that threshold, then the, 
the, the numbers start to work where you have that additional cash flow. You're not worrying about making payroll every week or every other week and stuff like that. And you, and you can get through. So, so time will tell uh, on, on with me. So you guys can keep watching my journey. Cause one thing I've always committed to is I'll show my failures too. So right. we'll see if I do it. We'll see if I push through it, but I'm excited. I had, about it, I so. had so much money whenever, whenever I, it was, it was me and the, you know, I had the, the crew that was going out doing stuff and then I would go out and do stuff myself before I had office rent, before I had $3 million in insurance, before I had all this crazy stuff, before I had an office manager. But whenever I was around that $300,000 mark, I had stupid amounts of disposable income. <laughs> you know? And now that we're, we're more than double that, it's like, where the hell did that money go? I mean, yeah. you know, and, and, and you look at, at having, you know, after overtime, um, it, it's not uncommon for every, every two week period, you know, for us to have a $15,000 payroll and, you know, we've got $8,700 a month and in, in set expenses out there. And, mm -hmm. you know, in some ways it was like nine years ago, I was like, man, if I could just do this, this would be absolutely, if I could ever do that. Now it's like, I'm sitting here going, well, I'm doing that. And where's all the damn money? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, do you see yourself? I mean, are you? Do you feel like you're at a point right now where you need to like kind of bust through the top of that, or uh, or or shrink, or are you happy with where? You, I mean, do you plan on? I am. I am thrilled because we sold our hood cleaning business. Um, they said scale back to just three full time trucks. Mm -hmm. I actually make more money at at this level now. Um, I have a higher gross. I have a higher net. I have less stress in my life. And, and I'm much happier. So I'm, I'm no longer in a, in a, you know, I, I used, I had, I had that same million dollar goal mm -hmm. uh, years ago. And, and I want, I want, I want a million. I want to be diversified. I want to do Christmas lights. I want to do hoods. I want to have window cleaning. Mm -hmm. You know what? I'm really, really good at, at, at washing. Uh, I'm really good at larger scale properties and projects not saying we don't have a, a full-time residential crew, but mm -hmm. that's where I'm concentrating my efforts. And um, I, I don't care about, for me personally, I don't care about doing the the million because I know that I'm real happy around that seven, $800,000 level. Yeah. I have stress and, and I like it doing it just like this. That's great. That's, well, and, and that's at the end of the day, that's what it's about, right? It's like, right. that's the beauty of, uh, of doing our own thing. You know, my wife, you know what? I probably shouldn't say much about that just in case. You know what? I'm going to change the subject so uh, she doesn't, no one hears it and she doesn't get in trouble. <laughs> but my wife doesn't own her own business. I'll just leave it at that. But, you know, um, <laughs> the, um, the, but, you know, the thing that's great is it's like, there's no, you're the one that makes the rules. Like I always have this thing, you know, with my wife and my kids, like when I'm like, Hey, we're doing X. And they're like, well, I don't want to do that. I always say, I don't make the rules. I just enforce them, which they're like, dad, you're the one that just said we have to do it. And I'm like, I don't make the rules. But, but the beauty of it is, is, you know, when we, uh, when we own our own business, we make the rule, we set the right. goal, we determine what's happy. It's not some Yahoo at the corporate office with a spreadsheet that says this number's wrong. You mm -hmm. need to make it bigger. It's like, no, where I'm comfortable is what I'm going to do. Right. And that's, you know, that's been the thing for me where like, even, uh, you know, as, as my company is small, cause I just, ha I have, there's me and two others, but you know, I've had, uh, uh, some weeks, you know, where I'm like, Oh, you know, some consecutive weeks where I'm thinking, shoot, 
payroll is going to be tight and I've had to dig into this money that I had set aside not for payroll and, and use right. it and stuff like that. But even in those stressful moments, it's like, I'm still doing my thing. Like I chose to be here. And when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, Hey, if I don't like it, I can go get a job. You know, this is my thing, my baby. And, and, uh, so, so building my business has been great. Um, so if I can try to segue, Ray, you know, we've been talking about, um, you know, kind of, uh, you know, how big business businesses can get, but, what are some of the, um, you know, the unseen things that guys don't see? So when people look at you, they see an extremely successful guy. Everyone like their business to be, you know, looking like yours and as big as yours and making what yours makes. Uh, what do people not see? You know, how's the sausage made? What are some of the struggles that you've hit, whether it was, you know, in year two when you're, you know, breaking over 100,000 or maybe year five when you're hitting whatever it was? Uh Talk about some of the things that people don't like to talk about that people don't put on YouTube because it's not glamorous. Um, all right. I would say, you know, the, the struggles, there's, there's just, you know, so many of them. Um, I do a lot of double shifts. I mean, it's not uncommon for me to, to do a 14, 16 hour day. Mm -hmm. um, you know, whenever you have multiple trucks out there, and again, I don't have a mechanic. I am the mechanic. And I always, you know, what Tim, Tim Azelton is, is one of my, my best friends, the guy that invented the proportioner, and he lives here in Tallahassee. And I didn't I know always, he lived in Tallahassee, but that's an, I love a proportioner. I just got my first one a couple months ago. Uh, well, I'm the guy that he gives, I'm the guy that he gives equipment to to bench test mm -hmm. because – basically the guys that work for me could fuck up an anvil. Um, <laughs> I wish you were laughing right now. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and if, if, if the, if, if the equipment passes spray wash, you know, mustard, yeah. we know that it's solid for, for the average guy in, in the pressure washing industry. Um, oh God. I'm so sorry. That's, that's you, you reminded me of my grandma, Ray, for just a bit. I was, my grandma always told me when I was growing up, she said, Bobby, if you can't break it, you'll shit on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it, so, so that's, you know, I had a, I had a pump go out the other day and, you know, we were supposed to be out in the boat all day yesterday and I drug in from the office. I mean, I, I'm usually here at 7am in the mornings. I drug in from the office at one o'clock in the morning. Um, on on Thursday night, Friday morning, and you know, again we we had a great day planned on 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 boating all day, and I was a little tired and wore out and didn't spend as much time on the boat as I wanted to yesterday. But I know that if I did not get that pump fixed, then that crew that is using that truck is not going to have a truck. Yeah. Um, and we've got you know two two decent sized projects today that I've got. Uh, five guys out on so you know as the, the buck stops with you as the business owner if you want to expand I mean you don't have the 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 leisureness of, of saying yeah I don't feel like doing that or I'll get to that next week because you've yeah. got employees that that you know are depending on you first off your business is, is depending on you mm -hmm. second off your employees are depending on you they need a certain amount of hours uh, per week yeah you know, you, you work some of these larger, these elephant style, whale style jobs. Um, you know, I do a lot of cleaning for Florida State University. Uh, I do a lot of cleaning for, for one of our hospitals here. Mm -hmm. And these are not the kind of jobs that you go in there and say, yeah, I clean. 
or, 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 oh, I'm low bid. These are relationships that you develop over the years. And you don't just walk in there and get it. You, you know, this takes a year or so to, to, to make them comfortable with you. So whenever they call you and say, I have an emergency or I need this worked in, then by God, you work it in. So yeah. that's, that's part of, you know, if, if you want to go that route as a business owner, you have to say, yeah, you know, I'm willing to give up the days off. I'm willing to, to give up the time with the family. Um, because this is something, this, this business is my family. It's something that I'm growing and I've worked yeah. really, really hard for this. And it's, it's not for everybody. I mean, and there's, you know, we were talking about money a second ago. Um, I don't ever want to equate success with, with money because I know a lot of cleaners out there who are extremely good cleaners that are, that are technically better than I am, that do an awesome job, but for whatever reason, they're very happy. They don't want the, 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 the stress of managing employees. They don't want to go, to go big. Um, yeah. They're very happy at that $150,000, $200,000 level running their, their, running their truck, working alone. So I never sit there and go, oh, you only do $100,000. You're, you're, no, mm -hmm. absolutely not. Uh, I know guys that are, that are just very happy and very good at doing that. So please don't think that, that anybody's ever less in my eyes because you don't have a big company on. That. Yeah. Well, and just for the record, you don't, you don't put that off, but uh, you know, I, I'm not sitting here listening to you thinking that you feel that way, but, but uh, you know, kind of back to what we were just talking about, you know, is man, we got to be happy, right? You know, we got to be happy. And, and I'm not going to lie, you know, money is a part of my plan. Money is kind of like my, what I want to do, money is required to do some of that stuff. But like I make, my take home pay right now is a third of what it was right. before I owned my business right now, you know, but you know what, man, I go to sleep. I feel good, you know, and, and I think my income is going to go up. I know it's going to go up, but right. it, yeah, it's not about money. It's about doing what we enjoy. And, and I couldn't agree more, you know, for me, I want to build something, you know, it's like, for me, it's that that's my thing, but I know, I personally know guys that are, that are the technician and a technician and I'm talking about mindset. They're not going to be happy, you know, building a big thing. They need to be happy being that tech yeah exactly they want they want the security they want mm -hmm. they want the they want to know that they can put it put it down at the end of the day i mean mm -hmm. i unfortunately i can't put it down at the end of the day i mean it's it's not something again it, it's this is my this is my business I, I can't we work really hard on on developing these relationships um I, we can't put it down at the end of the day, but again, we love it. I mean, it's, it's, it's our baby. It's, it's, it's what we do. So I think I would say that's one of the biggest things you got to have is a passion and a drive, you know? Well, you uh, said that hustle at the beginning, you said your keys to success was hustle. And uh, my word was being teachable. I forget exactly how you worded it, but you know, those two things. And you know, when, uh, when I, uh, I was talking about starting a business on the side before I ever found out my job was going to go, I was right. getting laid off and started this business. But uh, my son, had, my oldest one, had heard me talking about wanting to start a business on the side and eventually make it my thing. And um, he was like, Dad, I want to go into business with you. And to fast forward, he did. He ended up going into business with me. But I spent about three weeks. Uh, it was the month of November 2016, I think. Uh, and I spent about three weeks where I'm like, dude, listen, I'll let you do this but it's not going to be fun, <laughs> you know, which it has been fun, but it's also been not fun. But I'm like, you know, when your friends are out, cause he was, uh, he was 17 at the time 
Mm-hmm. Like when your friends are out playing, like when you graduate high school and, and your friends are out, you know, partying, you're going to be working whenever you're, you made plans to go out and do something with your friends or when, Ray, when you planned on going out to the, the lake yesterday on the boat and something breaks or a customer's unhappy, guess what? You break your plans and you got to go take care of the stuff. And, you know, I, uh, you know, I get a little jaded sometimes because uh, I've had some people say to me and with my, you know, our modest success that we've had and they're like, well, I think you're a little lucky or a little this or a little that. And I'm like, it just makes me want to punch someone. Oh, I'm I know. Like, you, I you don't oh, know. You're so lucky. Oh, you're so lucky. <laughs> yeah. It's I'm like, sorry. I, I mean, do you know that the, the, the blood, sweat and tears yeah. I've, I've, you know, I, I've put in this thing to get so lucky as everybody says. Yeah. <laughs> well, now, now Ray, let me, let me, uh, let me progr- here's my lack of skills as being a podcast um uh i don't even know what the hell i am I, some dude that has a microphone on his computer so what, whatever this is but i want to kind of know a little bit about spray soft because i'm assuming that the academy has come out of kind of what we're talking about does does spray soft only deal with the technical side of stuff or do, do you guys talk about the business side of things as far as growing the business as well you know we really do we do a lot of a lot of everything um Mainly, you know, technical. My wife is is the sales. She's the sales guru. And, and the way the the way the academy came out, I was I was. Um, and you can be as open as yeah. you'd like on this or not. So just I, I try to you know it, it, history. It past is the past, and I try not to bring it up. But the the best way I can I can say how Spray Wash Academy started. I was in the leadership chain, I was a vice president of a, of a national cleaning organization. Um, there was a big, and I, I had always wanted to teach. I, I had worked with, um, I had done a couple of classes for, for Doug Rucker. It's one of his instructors. I uh, had done some classes with Andrew Snyder at Agent Clean University, who also makes the Agent Clean uh, products, um, Agent Halt, which we use every day for, for, uh, landscape protection. They make a great uh, uh, surfactant, secret agent, uh, glass enforcers, their window product. And, and Andrew has a very large multi-million dollar um, window cleaning business and soft washing business up in uh, in Iowa. Mm-hmm. I did not realize there was that much stuff to wash in Iowa. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, it was one that I think his father started it and, and, and he has grown it into something incredible. So I knew I really liked the teaching and I was always at these industry events and people would ask me to teach. Well, this big dust up, I never wanted to open up my own school per se or have a, a business that was a conflict because I thought it betrayed some industry trust that I was making money off of people's backs that mm-hmm. were, that were part of a not for profit. And, and I, I really had every assumption that I was going to be president of, of this association at one day. Well, a big dust up happened and um, I left and my wife said, well, you that know, was an abbreviated version. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's the nice, that's yeah. a nice non-cussing abbreviated version. Yeah. Um, but my wife said, you know, Tony said, Ray, now you can do your school. And I was like, Oh my gosh, a light went out. And mm-hmm. I said, you know, this is one of my passions. I, I, I'm at these events already seven or eight times a year. So why not go ahead and start spray wash Academy? And that's literally where spray wash Academy came from. Uh, we're sitting there, you know, part of me said, I'm going to make a new association. I'm going to go compete against these guys. And, 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 and no, no, you know what? My passion is teaching and that's what I love to do. So 
Uh, we partnered with the Power Wash store, we, we, and they were rolling out their franchises this year. Uh, so we, we would appear and, and give a free three-hour safety certification at, uh, at the Power Wash store franchises. Oh, okay. Um, that, that's been fantastic because they opened up in Nashville, um, North Mississippi. Uh, I just talked to Aaron Ritchie this morning. I believe that Charlotte's going to open up in September, have a grand opening. Uh, we did Eric and Lisa Seitz's uh, Power Wash store up in Red Lion, Pennsylvania. So uh, really able to still get out there and do that. And then we offer private classes here in Tallahassee, uh, you know, about once a month, once every 45 days, depending on our travel schedule, we'll have a sit down class here in our conference room. Uh, we can accommodate anywhere up to seven people. And it's a two to three day class where it's a hands on type training and it's a certification course and you're going to get out and you're going to spray a roof. You're going to have equipment in your hands. More so than that, we actually talked about the, the, the whys and the hows. I mean, what are we using? What does bleach do? This industry is, is filled with, I heard, they say. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and, and with the advent of the Facebook forums, you know, one of the things that I really caution people about is be careful where you get your information. Mm. You need to vet the information you're getting, you also need to vet the person that's giving you information. Because I see it all the time on some of these forums that have six, 8,000 members. What should I do with that? What should I put on the stain? Acid. Okay, what kind of, I mean, what kind of acid? Should I neutralize the acid? Should I, you know, and, and, and come to find out the jackass that's giving you the information has been in the business for a whopping two weeks and yeah. just, you know, <laughs> pulling crap out of his rear end. So, you know, any of the information we give in our classes, I mean, we go, we, we talk to the EPA, uh, we get letters from Sherwin-Williams, we get, you know, we, we talk to the, to the uh, Department of Agriculture, uh, we get plant specialists to, to help us with, with, our, with our information. So we really like to give a very professional type course and with information that's been properly vetted that is the, the proper information and talk about good techniques and, and talk about what does drive it say, you know, the, the, the maximum PSI um, is on drive it or, or synthetic stucco. Uh, what's the one one product they say to never put on there? So we really like to 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 give proper information and proper training on that. And then uh, if they, they can they can then talk to Tanya and have a day with her or half a day with her as a as a business management add on, um, you know, sales skills uh, type type scenario and how to manage the crews and and look at look at all those ins and outs of the business. So let me ask you this, Ray. Um, first off, I, I feel silly because like, you know, you and I just met, I mean, like, you know, like I said, I shook your hand at the huge convention last year, but you and I had just met a few minutes before we started recording this episode. Um, and, you know, I've watched from afar because I was never a part of that former organization. Right. You know, I'm a new guy and I'm just not a part of any of those things. Yeah. Um, and I had always assumed that Brainwash Academy at, I actually thought it was uh, uh, an organization. I didn't realize it was just a school until you and I started talking. Yeah. And, and I don't mean just a school, but you, you right. know what I mean. No, when I, I, say absolutely, that. I don't take any um, of that whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, and uh, we're growing. I don't know what it'll become eventually. What, what, um, can you just do a quick rundown? Because 
I'm just a couple hours from you or a few hours from you uh, down here. And I didn't realize you were doing these things locally every you know month to month and a half. Uh, give just a quick rundown of, of the topics that you guys cover in some of these monthly classes. Well, we do. Um, we have a soft wash certification where we get out and we, we talk about, you know, what is soft washing? Um, mm -hmm. How do we soft wash? What's the right ratios to use? Um, roofing certification. We go out, how to clean a roof. Uh, what, what's the proper technique? How do I stay safe cleaning a roof? What do the manufacturers say about the roof? Um, should I rinse? Should I not rinse? And then most importantly too, is getting it into your hand, getting the hoses in your hand, coming out, training with my crews that are going out every day and seeing, you know, it's one thing to take an online certification. And I have people all the time saying, Ray, I want you to do online certs. I want you to do online classes. Mm -hmm. I haven't wrapped my head around how I do online classes and actually give real information and know that the person's going to be proficient at it uh, by, by looking at it online. Yeah. So I, I'm, still, I'm still trying to, to figure that part out. And, and this is the growth phase of, of the Spray Wash Academy world because, you know, I, I, I alluded to, you know, what does it become in the future? I don't know. I, I know we're looking... We've got such a great group of people on our Facebook forum. Uh, uh -huh. We're about 2,600 members now. And not everybody who asked to get, get in there. We've never actually invited people to, to come into that except for our initial 100 people. Uh, these are all people that, you know, there's, there's a lot of forums out there where somebody goes and says, oh, wait, he says he pressure washes. So he adds them to the forum and adds them to the forum. So we really want to vet the people, find out they're either they want to grow their business or they're in the business and, and they want to learn better ways. Uh, we don't just take everybody that comes in to, to our forum. Uh -huh. um, I see in the future us formalizing this a little bit more and actually creating a, a maybe a pseudo type association, not a not-for-profit. Um, I'm really against the not-for-profits because profit's good. Yeah, um, I agree. You know, if you want to be a commie, move. Um, <laughs> Well, you know, and if it's a for-profit organization, I think it removes a lot of uh, potential um, uh, political BS. You know, and, it's and like, I mean, let's yeah. just say, I mean, now I'm not saying I'm going to ever get rich from teaching a school because it's, it's truly a passion. Um, but, you know, it doesn't have to, I'm not a for, you know, the market will decide what the rate is for that. Is it, is it $5 a month? Is it $10 a month? I don't know. But but to have, you know, content on a website and then to have a referral directory because it's, it's amazing. And one of the things that I'd like to, to point out, it's amazing how many referrals we get into the academy that we give to people that, that people, the general public go out and search our website, spraywashacademy.com and say, wow, I want somebody that Spray Wash Academy trained or do you know somebody that does this service in Cincinnati or uh, Cleveland, you know, places like that. We just sent out a, a, a $9,400 referral um, mm -hmm. last month uh, to a builder who builds custom homes. And, and a lot of these high-end builders, people don't realize that, you know, you have somebody building a two, $3 million house. A lot of times that homeowner has a relationship with that builder for years and years and years afterwards because they only trust that builder to do the maintenance on that property uh, or to recommend people. Well, sure enough, 
the builder sent a painter over there that destroyed the stripe, the, the soffit, uh, the, the, the stucco. Yeah. Drive it, synthetic stucco. Um, and he said, man, I was reading, you know, I was, I was doing some research and you really seem like you know what you're doing whenever it comes to, to washing the EFIS and the synthetic stuccos. Can you recommend somebody here? So one of the reasons it's so important to go to events like the huge convention coming up, and we're going to talk about that in a few, okay. meet people that you, you can get to know in this industry that, because you never know when you're going to get the chance to, to send a referral out to, to someone. Uh, hey, do you know anybody in North Carolina that, that does this? And you want to be able to give them a professional guy who knows what he's doing on there. Okay. Um, I think it's real important to do. So That's, I can see us becoming a, a directory of, of Spray Wash Academy certified uh, cleaners. Um, a network of, yeah. yeah, network. yeah. Mm -hmm. That's, well, I'm, I'm looking at your website. That was my next question because uh, we have, I do want to talk about the huge convention coming up and, uh, and giving away a ticket here in just a second mm -hmm. to that. That, uh, that you promised you were going to give away like what, $1,500, $2,000 worth of free stuff to anyone yeah, that won this like ticket? That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, maybe a decimal move to somewhere. I don't know. But, uh, but so spray, I just pulled it up as you were talking. Spraywashacademy.com. I'm looking at it because I was going to say, when are the classes? I clicked on the uh, register now button. Uh, it actually has some class information. As I'm looking at it, I'm thinking, you've got a uh, soft washing and roof cleaning certification September 13th through 15th. I, uh, I'll probably have at least one person up there, if not a couple, uh, for that uh, that alone. So that's that's cool. So great looking website. Uh, if you guys want to learn more about the Spray Wash Academy, if you want to invest into your business from the technical side of things, which is very important, SprayWashAcademy.com. So uh, any any last thoughts on that? As far as uh, anyone getting over there, anything they need to make sure they check out? Um, you know, I, I think that's one of the one of the the true renaissances that we've had in this industry uh, over the last year and a half, two years, it's becoming more education centered, which I love, love, love about it. You've got people like Carlos Gonzalez, uh, who's offering gas station cleaning. Uh, and everybody, if, if you don't know Carlos, he's the, the uh, creator of uh, EBC BioCleaner. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't um, know him, but I know that yeah. product, so. You know, and his specialty, he's out in California, which is, is regulation loony out there. Uh, part of why he has EBC, um, which is, you know, a biodegradable type, type uh, degreaser and soap. But he offers private gas station training. And he'll travel around the country and have groups of, of you know, anywhere from 8 to, to 20 people attending that. Uh, he actually did it in Cabo uh, in, in December of last year. He's doing it again in Cabo this year. Um, you, you've got people like John Tornabeni that that's doing his parking garage. You know, that's his niche on there, uh, doing a, a parking garage cleaning. You're seeing more and more of the education in this in this industry of of directed niche marketing type type uh, education, and I love doing that because you know every surface is different, every scenario is different. One of the things that we're looking at doing. Uh, probably in Central Florida, either or, or, or North Florida, Jacksonville, or a larger market. We've talked um, trying to secure a location right now where we do a commercial cleaning, and we will we will have a, a three day class actually at a location and, and probably a day and a half of 
of, of classroom study and then another day and a half of actual washing, like a three to four story hotel. So we can go over and talk about traffic patterns. We can talk about, you know, how to clean the exterior of this. What do we have to watch out to? What's the proper way to block off an exit? Uh, you know, what's the duties of, of, the, of the safety officer that's on this? Because, you know, it, it's a big deal. It's one of the critical mistakes I see people making in this industry is they take on a project that's too large for them that they don't understand the nuances of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, so definitely worth doing. I'm actually excited about that as well because I'm right here in Orlando and I'm thinking I may even have an idea for you. So we'll, we'll, we can talk about that offline. So, all right, Ray, huge convention. Uh, so you're one of the the speakers or one of the teachers, I should say, right. One of the classes uh, at the convention itself. And then you're also doing, um, speaking of spray wash Academy, uh, you're doing a couple two, as a matter of fact, uh, courses the day before. So the Wednesday before the convention, I know one of the courses is about uh, property and landscape uh, protection because, Mm -hmm. uh, what Caleb, my, my partner, who's my crew leader, he's actually going to be in that class. Right. And then what's the class before that one? I forget. What uh, it is. The class before, and this was, it was real important to Thad. He wanted to, um, to make sure we had, you know, some, some hands-on training and an extended education. We're doing a basic soft wash roof cleaning class. Uh, on okay. the second. That's, that's the morning session on there where, where we talk about, you know, what is true soft washing? What is roof cleaning? What is, you know, the, what's the way to do this that the manufacturers encourage? How do you do this and not get in trouble? Uh, how do you not, you know, what's, what equipment do you need? It, it's an entry level slash basic type course. Either, either you've started doing it or you're thinking about doing it. Uh, where you're going to have, you know, some, obviously we can't be hands-on in there, but but a lot of good information on there talking about, you know, the chemical mixtures that we're using where we're talking, you know, what does, what does a, a bare paint need to be cleaned at? You know, what is vinyl and, and, and um, need to be sprayed at? Because, you know, so much of, of this industry is still, oh, put some bleach in a pump up sprayer and, and, and spray it. Uh, oh, put something in a downstreamer and spray it. Well, what strength are you spraying it at? I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. Doesn't work for me, you know. Yeah. And and whenever whenever you jump on a a, a five eight million dollar building and you're having to deal with the property engineers out there, they want to know what you're spraying on that building. They want to know a, a fairly exact percentage on there. So that's the basic course. Where we we just get into you know we we, we get into the surface of it, learn it, um, learn a how to on there. Okay. Now. You know, is it is it super extended? Well, we're going to pack as much information as as we can. Well, it's a pretty long. I mean, it's a long. That one course is what five hours long or that something one's like three that. Hours. Or that's three, three hours. Three hours. Yeah, that's three. Uh, the one we're we're really really excited about, um, or excited about both of them, but the advanced plant and property protection. Mm-hmm. This is that's what I'm excited about too. This is where we're going to get into the meat and potatoes of, of this. This is where we're going to talk about individual manufacturers this is where i'm going to you know talk about what 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 the department of agriculture says about bleach and plants uh we're going to talk about masking techniques because i mean how many times do we see that that people talk about oh i just killed eight thousand dollars in landscaping or i fried a a fire protection system um i ruined the finish on 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 a door frame 
uh, there are ways that we can either prevent this or there are ways that we can bring it back if, if we have stripped the finish off of some things. So, you know, koi ponds, what's the proper way of masking off a koi pond so I don't kill a thousand dollar fish? A thousand dollar fish, yeah. Now, um, it's all those little extra things there. And then this is actually a certification course and, and you have the right to, to, to now advertise that you are our plant and property uh, certified through Spray Wash Academy. So uh, I think it's a little extra. I don't, I don't want to deep dive into it too much, but can you give me like in 30 seconds or less as far as the certification? So like if I, right now I'm sending one person to that particular class. Um, frankly just for budgetary reasons because i got other money we're trying to spend while we're down there at the huge convention but right. um the uh so that certification uh my, my partner is going to be getting it uh does that allow me to like throw that certification on him only or or no, no, is he it's certified company it's company company okay because he can then share all right. that information with right. us and then okay exactly. very good that's that's exciting so uh guys uh if you're going to the huge convention especially well it doesn't even matter if you're a new company or not, but especially if you're new, if you're a new guy like me, um, the plants, that's probably what causes me the most stress of everything we ever do. Uh, we've had really good luck, honestly. I've had a couple of small mishaps, but nothing too major. But the plants are that thing that you don't know if you do it until you're already gone and you know, you're, you're down the road and you think everything's happy. And the next thing you know, someone hates you all of a sudden, you know, right. so, you know and, um, and, and, and there's, there's certain plants that are more sensitive than others. There's, there's certain, you know, we talk about what, what breeds are, 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 you know, Nandina, um, Nandina, they call it heavenly bamboo. I mean, asparagus ferns, you go up and you, you whisper bleach, you say the word and it sheds all the <laughs> It's understanding, you know, when do I need to do the extra protection? Do I need to cover? Okay, if I cover, what should I use to cover on these plants? Uh, let's talk about neutralization. Uh, is there something that will actually neutralize chlorine and salt out there? You know, mm -hmm. um, let's talk about not, not leaving. You know, so much of this industry is, is not necessarily people behaving badly and doing mm -hmm. stuff, doing a crappy job on purpose but it's just not understanding. And this is where the education comes into play because how many times does somebody sit there and they put a downstreamer in a jug of bleach, they spray a soffit, man, that is amazing, and they walk off, you know? Yeah. Well, what they haven't done is actually rinsed anything. <laughs> uh, and they've got now, now bleach dripping down, you know, vinyl siding, the sun comes up, Bam, it oxidizes it. They get a call back in three or four days going, why is my gray siding now powdery? And, 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 and yeah. there's, there, it looks like Zorro's been here because they got a little bit close with the wand. It's how to avoid things like that. Um, and again, it's, it is not that they're trying to purposefully do a bad job. They just don't understand what they're spraying up there and what the potential impacts of that stuff is on that siding. Invaluable, invaluable stuff. Now, last thing, uh, and then we'll stop talking about technical stuff. Uh, you're, you're also one of the teachers at the huge convention itself. So what we've been talking about is actual Spray Wash Academy courses before. Uh, give us just your, you know, the topic. What, what are you going to be sharing in the, the huge convention uh, course? The, the huge convention, and, and I'm real, real happy, uh, Tanya, my wife, is going to teach this with me. And, and anybody that's, that's met Tanya, she is the, you know, we have a, a beauty and the beast type, type scenario here at, at, uh, 
at spray wash, but if anybody else calls her beast, I'll get really pissed. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Kick my ass for saying that joke. Um, <laughs> carry on, carry on, carry on. Yeah. You know, speaking of jokes, now I love your sense of humor, so I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you had one today on Facebook that was actually kind of a mild one, but I just got a big chuckle out of it. And I think it's, I'm from Oklahoma originally, which is Native American uh, central, right? Yeah. And and you, you said Tallahassee, a Native American word that means, damn, it's humid here in July. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, carry on. I'm sorry. I just thought that was yeah. a good one. It, 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 man. It, it's rough in North Florida. But, but uh, you know, it said Tanya, whenever Tanya joined me, Tanya came and, and She's like, well, what the hell am I going to do? Go out and do, do door hangers? And this is whatever she started doing. I was like, no, Tanya, I want you to develop our commercial sales. Um, and that's what we're talking about at this course. And, and it's, it's how to avoid competitive bidding. It's about dealing with property managers. It's about building that reputation and building that relationship with them so that, I mean, let's face it. You, I'm sure you get the calls too, and people don't understand this, that, oh, well, low bid always wins. No, it doesn't. Low bid does not win. In fact, we're typically not low bid at our company. Um, it's, you'll be told, I need you to sharpen your pencil, or, yeah, I don't have to take low bid, or, yeah, my, my, my minimum for doing this job is, is X dollars before I have to go out and get competitive bids. So I know if their minimum is $3,000 and it's a $5,000 job that maybe we could, we could split it up a couple of different ways. I can do a concrete cleaning for $2,500 and then a, a exterior roof cleaning for $2,800 that still gets in there under their minimum on that. Now, you don't walk in the street and just start spouting off stuff like this. I mean, this, this comes after you've developed the relationship. It's how to make these people love you, how to deliver just ridiculous service, how to make it to where they don't even want to think about anybody. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. That's what, that's what Tanya is okay. at. And, you know, hence, hence the business side of things. Yeah. Right. So we've been talking about the, yeah, I mean, cleaning is important, but uh, yeah, in my opinion, that's that's the easy part. You know, you learn yeah, a couple well, things, you follow the instructions. The business building and sales and stuff, that's the hard part of, of making these things grow. You know, people hit this wall, especially when they have the newer companies. And we just had a, we called it a, a tent revival or a go-to-church meeting over in the Academy uh, Facebook uh, forum the other day. Because you're hitting, you're in the summertime, and there's a lot of new guys that were that were, frankly, you know, fussing about, well, it's slow and I don't know what to do. And, and, you know, I was so busy this spring. Face it, if you're in Florida and you can't be busy in the spring with a pressure washer, yeah, you need to find another <laughs> job um, <laughs> because anybody can, can, can get busy with all the pollen and the, and the crap that we have here. People normally start to slow down in the summertime, yeah. you know? And, and we tend to hold people accountable as well, though. It's like, it's okay to slow down, but now what have you done to change that slowdown, okay? Yeah. I don't want to hear you complaining that you're slow if your ass is sitting on the couch at 1 o'clock that day and, and you're not out, you know, that afternoon tossing out your door hangers on doors. If you're not yeah. knocking on doors and saying, I mean, I, I walked hundreds of miles when I started my company out out here um, you know, I'd get out there from five o'clock till seven o'clock going through neighborhoods and saying, hi, my name's Ray with Spray Wash. Uh, we have some specials for your neighborhood. You know, here's our information. 
or hang them on the doors. If you're not doing that, then shame on you. Yeah, um, no, I, I couldn't okay. agree more. Hustle, 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 hustle. So, yep. So, Ray, two things. So, we're going to give away uh, – actually, you're about to help me give away a ticket right this second. Okay, okay. now this isn't live, but you're going to be the guy that determines the winner of a previous ticket that I'm giving away. And then you're going to help me come up with a way to give away a ticket today. Or, or, okay. We're not going to give it away today. We're going to give it away in about a week. Okay, but it's going to be the Ray ticket. So here, here's what I've done is I've got a ticket, Brandon Vaughn. Um, uh, do you know Brandon? Yes. Very okay, well. so Brandon, Brandon Vaughn, uh, he was on the podcast uh, a while back. And he said, listen, what we're going to do is, because uh, I said, Brandon, I'm giving away a ticket, and it'll be the Brandon Vaughn ticket. And he said, well, here, how, how should we give it away? And he says, let's just put a post in the Growth Vault, which is a, a, a group that he's a part of, and on Facebook. And anyone that wants to win the ticket, they can just say, I want to win, or I want the free ticket. That's all I have to do is post in there, I want the free ticket on that thread, and then we'll go from there. So, surprisingly, we've just had four people, I'm looking at it right now, I know you're not looking at it, so that's why I'm gonna use you. I've, I had four people that posted in there, I want the free ticket, okay? So, I'm just looking at them in order, so I just want you to pick a number, one through four, and then I'm going to give that person the free ticket. So your number, one through four. Let's do number two. Number two. All right. So I, do you know a Jared Reeves by chance? I don't know Jared, but uh, Jared, congratulations, bro. You just want to take it to the huge convention. So I'm going to be reaching out to you before you even get a chance to hear this episode. Uh, so as soon as I'm done, I'm going to reach out to you. So Ray, thank you for helping me with that. And then uh, lastly, how are we going to give your ticket away? What are we going to do? Are we going to do something similar to that or, or uh, what do we want to do? You know what? I, and we can get as creative as you'd like. As long as it's easy for me to track, I'm game for anything. How about this? In the growth vault, post a picture of your biggest screw up. Oh, okay. In the growth vault. You want to do it yeah, in that page? In the growth vault. Let's do that. You know, uh, in the growth vault, pick, throw a pic, post a picture of your, of your biggest screw up. Is it a, is it a landscaping? Is it a, a wreck? Have you, you know, driven the tire off your trailer? Okay. Uh, break a window or something like that, you know, and can and, it be like an ex-wife or something like that? Could they post hey, that? Yeah, that works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, and, and obviously I don't want your, your picture of your company truck, you know, where you've caught a building on fire. I don't want anybody to use that against you, but you know, a zoom yeah. in on a, okay. a bush you've killed or something like that. I think that'd be great. All right. So, so biggest script. Now, uh, can we, can we um, expand this a little just in case, because we got to give an opportunity to, because this podcast won't be heard by millions of people. So could, uh, could they describe their biggest uh, screw up if they yeah. don't have a yeah. photo? Yeah. Yeah, if you don't have a picture of it, tell us your yeah. tell us your horror story. Uh, so honor system, so biggest screw up slash horror story. Photos are a bonus, but not yeah. required. So what we'll do is we'll I'm gonna post this link of this episode in the growth vault. So all go into the growth vault. I'm my name is Bobby Walker. Search for me, and you'll see a uh, post from me with this podcast <laughs> episode, and that's where you'll want to post your horror story slash uh, screw up. Now, uh, what you're gonna win, uh, and and here's what we'll do is. Ray and I, if you're okay, Ray, with it, if I may, you know, commit 10 minutes of your time in the future, Ray and I will determine which story was the best. So it's going to be pure. What it, it doesn't matter. I don't care what it is. We get to pick. It's, it's our discretion. If you don't like it, don't enter. And uh, so you're going to get a free ticket to the huge convention. And to be very clear, it's not airfare. It's not travel. It's not hotel. You get a ticket to the convention itself. 
All right, it lets you go to all the classes uh, on Thursday. Is it Thursday and Friday, right? Thursday uh, and Friday yeah. are that. Well, yeah, the, it's the well, 23rd and 24th. Okay, 23rd and 24th. Yeah. Uh, you can get, go to all of the, the uh, classes that are being taught. You get to go to the morning uh, keynote speakers, the, the first day of it, as well as the trade show. And then um, what I'm doing, uh, you know, because these tickets were given to me by Chris Lambrinides, so don't think I'm a super great guy because I'm not buying your ticket for you. But uh, Chris gave us the ticket. Uh, I'm going to do just a little meetup in the hotel lobby the day before for all the people that have been watching my YouTube channel and the podcast and stuff like that. So uh, I'm going to give you your first, uh, first drink. So whether it's a Coke, whether it's a Coke and rum, whether it's a beer, whether it's a water, it doesn't matter to me. I just want to meet you, and the first one's on me. Um, and then uh, Ray, now Brandon, he, he gave away an hour, uh, free uh, one-hour coaching call. Uh, Latimer just gave away a hug. So can you beat either one of these guys? You got something for anybody? Yeah, I mean, it's, that's, a tough, that's a tough call because Brandon has just an absolutely awesome multi-million dollar business. I mean, mm -hmm. a coaching by him is just – you know, absolutely incredible. And, and Josh is so damn sexy. I don't see how you <laughs> beat a hug from him. I mean, you're, you're, I don't know. I hugged yeah. him once and he was but a little too squishy. I don't I'll know. tell you what, what we've got here. Um, we are going to offer a spray wash Academy Jersey. Nice. Okay. Uh, is that a thin print Jersey? That is a thin print Jersey. Okay. Uh, that is going to be my gift on there. So uh, we can get you that mailed out to you before the uh, convention, or you can see me at the convention and uh, and come and get that. Awesome. Uh, we'll have them with me. So um, absolutely, so, we'd love to give that away. That's great. So what we'll do then as far as how people can work that is if they want to pick it up at the convention, they'll just come meet you. Uh, if not, uh, if they need it beforehand, uh, they'll reach out to me on the Facebook page, Journey of a New Entrepreneur, and then I'll connect you to them uh, through a message or something like that. Sound good? Yes, and I'm going to show you something too. I, I brought this 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 out. I just want to take a moment and share this. Yeah, go ahead. Um, whenever any of you guys are sitting there, just thinking about business, this stack is from February, March. Uh, we we call these out. We only keep them, you know, for about a, uh, the beginning of March. So we keep about two months worth of, of estimates on our in our hot list. For anyone like that's that. listening to the audio only, Ray's holding up about a four inch stack yeah, of papers here. Two, yeah. two and a half inches right yeah. there. Those are estimates that I did not get from February, March, April, May. Okay, and and really just the beginning of May. So that's a three month, a one quarter estimate. Uh, estimates that we did that we did not get. You're not going to get every estimate you go on. Um, now, the stack that I did get is about three times that high. So. <laughs> nice. Okay. See, so you're the opposite of me. I'm, my didn't get is much bigger than my did get. <laughs> no, you know, you want it. You want to be getting. I mean, if you're getting 80, 90 percent of 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 what you're doing, um, your prices are probably too low. Yeah, yeah. And, and this is not for your referrals. This is not for your 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 repeat customers this mm -hmm. is for the the people that are calling in the, the estimate requests that you're getting you know you want to be shooting in there at at 50 60 percent of 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 your estimate requests you don't want to be getting all of them because if you're getting all of them you're just too low on your prices yeah. you're not yeah. going to get everything however here is a here is a and people always assume it's price it's not always price crap happens in people's lives now if i ever get slow uh, which thankfully i'm not but something great you can do is to start going through this list and start calling people and saying, hey, Mr. Johnson, I did a quote for you back in April on your property. 
what should I do? Uh, you know, just making sure, did, did, did you ever get that job done? Uh, just following up on this. Oh yeah, did somebody half as much as you? Don't call me again, click. Or it could also be, thank you so much for calling. I totally forgot about this. My mom got sick or yeah. uh, crap happened. My wife wanted to go on a vacation. We didn't have the money to do it right then. You know what? I would like to get that done. So, And I know you. you've gotten both of those responses because I've gotten both of those responses. Absolutely. They, Absolutely. They, people love telling you, oh, someone did it for a third of your price. Yeah. I'm like, hey, good for you and them. <laughs> yeah, so. Rock on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, and again, Ray, that's right back to the almost the very first thing you said, which is hustle. You know, yeah. uh, you don't get a stack of a, a big stack of proposals over the course of two months by sitting on your butt, and um, and then you also don't uh, build a successful business by not following up with that stuff. So, listen, mm -hmm. man, Ray, thanks a million. Uh, Absolutely. I, I, you, you don't know me from Adam. Uh, you didn't. We know each other a little bit now, but thank you so much for for doing this with me. Uh, any. Any last words, uh, any way people can get in touch with you? I know they can go to spraywashacademy.com. Any other things they can do to get in touch with you? Yeah, on, on Facebook, look us up, uh, Spray Wash Academy uh, Forum we have. Uh, please apply, answer the, the simple screening questions. One of the moderators may reach out to you if they need some, some clarification. Um, read until your eyes bleed whenever you have these questions online. Uh, this just goes for any forum. If, if you want to 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 get the ire of, of, of any veteran washer out there. Don't go onto a forum and say, how much should I charge for this? Or <laughs> how should I wash this? Um, you know, read, put some research in there. Yeah. You know, give yourself, uh, nobody's going to help you if you don't try to help yourself first. Yeah. And, well, uh, that's, that, that's absolutely the truth. And the information's out there. I think I read for two months on Facebook, yeah. started the business and, and, did pretty damn well, all things considered, just because I took your advice. And thanks to people like you. So, Ray, listen, hey, hang on just a second before I, after I sign off, because I want to chat at you just for a moment. But, uh, guys, thank you for listening to this episode. Uh, if it's your first time listening, wow, you made it all the way to the end. I'm impressed. Uh, but, but once again, if you don't mind, this is a passion project for me. This podcast is something I've always wanted to do. Go on iTunes, give it a like, give it, or give, give it five stars. Tell them how amazing I am. I, I really, really appreciate that. And uh, other than that, you guys have a great day. And uh, I don't know. Peace out. Y'all take it easy.